0: Mind Magic, the podcast all about mood, mindset, and magnetizing the life you want. I'm your host, Hannah Kokovai. With nearly 10 years as a transformational coach under my belt and hundreds of women's lives changed, I've got you covered with science-based spells to help you create more abundance, love, confidence, healing, and more. And yes, I'm going to drop some F-bombs and call them incantations. Fucking get ready to make anxiety, insecurity, and overwhelm go poof. I'm here to show you how to do magic with your mind. Hello, hello, welcome to episode number 60, that's six zero, and a very special podcast episode today because, drumroll. <laughs> it's Let's Talk Dirty's first birthday today. I started recording my very first episode last year in July, and on August 15th, The podcast was released. So today is August 15th. Well, I'm recording this on August 15th and I'm celebrating a whole year of podcasting and putting some coaching out into the world. And it's been so wonderful and scary and fun. I want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening and using their time to support the show. Anyone who's left a review or told me in any format, like via text or on my Instagram page or whatever, that they enjoy the show. You guys, that literally keeps me coming back and making more and bringing more value to you. So I hope that you'll keep listening. Keep giving me feedback. Keep sharing this out to your friends who also want to clean up some dirty thoughts and create new experiences with their lives using nothing but their brains. Keep doing all that. Keep showing up here. I promise to show up for you um, for eternity. <laughs> so, happy birthday, podcast. I love you. <laughs> so, today I actually recorded something special that took a lot of bravery to commit to doing <laughs> because I was noticing that when I started the podcast, Um, last year I was just reminiscing about it and I remember it being and feeling really scary. I had a lot of emotions. I was, um, thinking about doing a podcast for a long time before I actually did it. So I was stalling a lot because of fear over, um, you know, what will people think? Am I, you know, am I good enough to have a podcast? Like who the hell do I think that I am? Like, I don't know anything about anything, right? All of it. Um it felt like a big brave decision to finally go for it with this show and that was so great um for me to do. And recently I was talking to one of my clients about having a brave heart and I was feeling really proud of her for what I could see was bravery with what she was choosing to do and I was like wow this is so beautiful how you're using this brave heart of yours so often like every day and I started to think about like what it means to be brave, to feel brave, and to me bravery just means I'm willing to feel anything. Like bravery happens when I decide that I'm fearless in the face of hard emotions or emotions that I could easily just avoid feeling, right? Or opt out of. And I started to reflect on the past few months in my own life and there have been a few private moments or like acts of bravery in my private life. Um, I shared about one a little bit on, a, you know, on one of the previous episodes. But for the most part, I haven't really done anything that I would call publicly brave for a little while. Like the start of the show was brave. But that was like a year ago. And (laughs) I worked through my thoughts about it. And now it's like, whatever, it doesn't take a lot of like overcoming limits or anxieties to publish these episodes. But I realized that as some of you know, I have a hefty list of goals for 2020. Um, I'm working with 50 new clients this year, I'm creating 80 new podcast episodes. I have some big relationship goals, but one of my goals was actually that I wrote down at the beginning of the year was actually to have more brave decisions or make more brave decisions and have more playfulness in my life. And while I'm happy to say that I'm on, on track for the majority of my goals, the bravery and playfulness goals were kind of taking a back seat in the first part of this year. So, Playfulness is obviously back in full swing with this huge challenge that I created that's running right now. I'm running it currently. Some of you may have joined the challenge already, the seven days of play challenge. Um, and those of you who haven't, it's still open until the end of August for you to join um, and get lifetime access to all the materials so you can relearn how to be playful and prioritize play whenever you want to with me. But in honor of The goal of brave decisions and playfulness, I decided that on today's episode, I am going to be performing a spoken word poem that I wrote. I have literally (laughs) the worst nerves right now (laughs) because, okay, this is like, this is a passion that is very private and like a me thing. Like yes, yeah, so you know that I love to write. If if you get my emails or follow my social, I'm a word ninja. It's very clear I enjoy writing, but I don't like perform or speak on stages or like read my shit out loud. Like even recently, if you listen to my podcast about um, it all fell apart, I was talking about how my grandy recently passed away and. I wasn't able to make it home for the funeral but my mom asked me to write something um for the for the funeral and I was like yeah of course I will and I like loved writing about her and about her life and celebrating her life and I just was like really passionately writing this beautiful thing but also I knew that I wasn't going to have to read it in, <laughs> in front of anybody right so like I do this Um, like, yes, I've spoken on stage before, but I literally shit my pants and I hate it. (laughs) So this podcast is my like easy and non-threatening public speaking gig weekly, right? Like I do the podcast and I do it alone in my house with no one watching me. I even make Michael like leave or put earbuds in while I record, even if he's, (laughs) even if he's in the other room. So, like, yeah, it takes a little bit of bravery, but I've pretty much gotten past all the nerves about the podcast in general now because I don't really do anything too, like, wacky on here, in my opinion, or, like, too scary for me on here. But all of that to say, I'm not just here to sit by and watch you guys take risks and make brave decisions and play out loud with your lives, okay? I'm here to be an example of what's possible. Even in, and especially in these seemingly small ways when like you're willing to feel fear and do shit that lights you up anyways. Like I'm here for the same challenges as you are in life. I'm here to do the things that scare me, right? So I'm going to do a spoken word poem. (laughs) You're like, oh my God, though. You're a coach. You talk to people. You make videos on Instagram. You like travel to mountaintops in Vietnam and do scary shit all the time. Yes, I do do those things. And those take bold, brave decisions and playfulness and choosing fear. But I have so many other things that I'm quiet with, right? Like my writing and my poetry being a perfect example. Like those things that I'm pretty quiet with that actually make me like shit my pants even more than starting a business or diving with whale sharks or whatever, right? Like the big things or the seemingly big things. Like it's the small stuff that actually has me like shaking in my boots. And I want to make sure that I am living in alignment with what I offer to you and to my clients, right? Like to find the things that feel joyous and scary all at once and choose to play with them in the light of day. So happy birthday to the podcast. Without further ado, this is a poem that I wrote for you and it's called Putting the I Help Statement to Bed. Putting the I help statement to bed. I'm not here to help. Nope. Well, it might seem like I am. But I'm here to expel the notion of needing and pleading with women whose hearts might be bleeding to know where to go then for a clue about who knows what to do with this fucked up shitstorm of a mess called life we're all going through. I'm not here to help, but I'm here to show you It's you. Yes, you. I'm unwilling to sit by and watch you wilt under the unfairness and guilt of not doing enough, being enough, being right, and being bold because you've done what you're told for too long. It's not wrong to want to fit in, to be thin, to make money, to find love, be the best, and create peace within. You can do all those things. But not without you. You, the survivors and the thrivers, the throwers of tantrums and the ones who beat their drums in their minds or on a stage for all to see, or timidly, I hear the beat, the beat, the beat of your heart and the thump of your feet on the earth as you run towards your dream. And you run away from your fears And the tears, though they fall after all, after all they will fall. Whether you're good or you're bad or you're right or you're wrong or you're up or you're down, there's no crown coming from the universe that says you win at life because you achieved. Don't you see? It's just you. Doing you. Wanting things just because. The best reason to want. Not to flaunt them as trophies of your enoughness or toughness, but just to have something that's called by the spirit of your life. You. It's you. The wild child, the broken arrow, the woman who waits in vain for tomorrow, the tough it out ones, the pleasers, the stressed lady who feels crazy just doing her best. If dreams are your playground, real life is your prison, I need you to know... It's you too. So listen, your mind creates and meditates and debates so effortlessly. See, imagination is just another name for creativity and your brain works on dreams because they are real someplace where you feel the emotion of devotion to playing in the space where your mind meets desire. So it's you because you inspire possibility. It's bubbling up in you, you, the plant lady who wakes up, breaks up, takes up no space in the world and gets back into bed, surrounded by leaves, roots, dirt, and the thoughts in her head hates being alone in her home. So, you know, whoever's around gets an invite to bone. And instead of the self-love, there's judgment and fear of being the oldest friend in her friend group of peers to be single. I see you being human. You're winning too. Because it's never been a race or a game, even though we're literally conditioned to feel shame about everything. It's you, the watcher of your mind, when you feel like there's no time or you're behind. You, the everything is fucked one, the good things come from luck one, the feel my feelings yuck one, the self-haters and beraters, the known body traitors. The work of knowing you, of being you, of seeing you is for you and it's for me. It's for us to be intricately and multidimensionally seen by each other differently than anyone has seen any one human being truly. I'm not here to help. I'm just here to see non-judgmentally because judgment about you will never reroute you the dreamers and the believers and the chronic overachievers whose knee-jerk is only ever to keep on go, go, going. But there's also the knowing that if you just stopped, the real juice would start flowing. I feel you. Trying to feel something by having more, but you end up on the floor just pouring your heart out to no one. It's you. You need you. All of you. To set up a meeting with your past, present, and future and teach them to stop competing and start working together for all of you. I'm not here to help. Though you call me a manifestation mistress, a coach and mentor, thought work queen, I'll do you one better. I am here to show you your own mind. Where you've been blind, I just turn on the lights so that you can chase out the dust bunnies that have been nesting there behind a wall of indifference. My job might sound fancy. Life coach. Sounds boss. And it is to me, but to you, it's your loss if you see me as anything but equal and human and see you as anything but brilliantly brewing your own magic. You think I'm the only one that knows about... Time, love, confidence, goals, success, and business? What kind of capitalist disempowerment scheme is this? No, friend, it's you. You have the answers. And I've never been so sure about anything before. I'm just the crystal ball through which you see it. The steak knife to your tender filet so you can eat it. The Frodo to your ring of power and you can wield it. The maverick in your cockpit, the chocolate fudge on your banana split. You don't need it, but you've got it. You know when you lose it over what's it and who's it, and your stomach's tied up in knots, and you might boot it? Or when you compare in despair, and you're gasping for air, and that overwhelmingness of the world makes you want to just rip out your hair? I'm just here to witness you sitting there, taking a breath, and prepare to meet the next version of you. Cause she's right there. All the little girls with their perfect little curls and their aversion to mud puddles and this messy off-kilter world, I know you're scared. But you are safe in your own home, your body, even when it's overgrown with emotions that feel heavy. Look, your body is known to protect and reject what is new or unplanned. It will try to save you from evolution whenever it can. So you've got to befriend yourself first and let go of outsourcing your plans. Just because you want likes and you want sureness and you want a man to tell you what to do. Okay, boo, slow it down. Back it up. Listen in. I mean in, within, like tilt your chin up to the sky and down to your guts. I'm not nuts. Those are the places you'll look for what's what. In this life, it's you and the universe hand in hand making miracles through thinking about what you think, staking your claim on your life and what's right for you and giving less fucks about who's who. It's not doing it right or gripping so tight or lining up or following along or singing the same old sad songs that everyone before you knows. When you sing it their way, it shows and we become clones of each other's anxieties and our feelings are no longer our friends. They are foes. But it's you, you who can turn that around with the sound of your truth. The voice in your head or your heart or wherever it comes from, your fucking farts, those are more intelligent than listening to anything outside of you. Feel what you feel because life's 50-50 regardless of whether you think that you're nifty or drab or dumb, it's up to you to choose the thoughts that make you win or lose with yourself. Like ash in the breeze, we float to our knees over all the things, dying and killing and brutal honesty about the world's tragedies, floating there, loathing existence and growing our hatred for truths that won't change. But that ash is still burning. It's fiery, it glows. And Lord knows it can spark. Give it oxygen, give it air, kiss life into its heartbeat. You'll see it start to grow in life, and empowerment. I'm here to call bullshit on thoughts out of alignment with the future you're going to meet. Your brain is a mountain bike, is what I like to say. You can ride it along the street all damn day. It'll take you fun places and through tiny spaces and onto the roads most traveled upon. For only so long, you'll probably love that. It's easy, not bumpy. You'll see lots of friends. There'll be smooth turns and street signs telling you exactly where things go and when they will end. But imagine taking that mountain bike and going up, way, way up the side of a mountain. Rough terrain, some predictable pain, a flat tire, and then the whole world you'll gain. Spread out before you and waiting to be seen in a new way. By you. Through your eyes. Sounds pretty okay. You don't ever have to ride up. Because admittedly, it's hard. But what a fuck it might be to discover how far you could go. With your brain. So, I'm not here to help. I'm just here to see who this brain training is for, this body work too. It's for somebody, and nobody, and anybody, and you. I'm here to give a fuck beside the ones who are too. Thanks for making some magic with me today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Hannah Kokovai so more women can begin conjuring the magic they want too. If you want to dive deeper into this work and collab with a certified mind magician, I work with women privately in my one-to-one coaching program that you can apply for right now at my website, HannahKokovai.com. I'm so honored to have been part of your day today and I'll see you next time.